Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you'll build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hello, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 179 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Welcome. It's great to have you here today. I hope you're doing well and having a wonderful day, whatever you're up to listening to this episode. Now, we've got some new listeners to the podcast, so I thought I should probably take a moment to say hi and introduce myself for those who are new to the podcast. My name's Christy Lee. I'm a HR practitioner and leadership expert. I work with small businesses in particular people who hire staff in their businesses but aren't large enough to want or need internal HR and want to get the people aspect right and really master the mental game of being a boss in their business. I love working with business owners to help them navigate the complexities that is the HR landscape in Australia. I have a particular expertise in the Fair Work Act and the legislation and I really feel strongly about seeing small businesses succeed. They're such an important part of our uh, work place fabric here in Australia. Uh, I come from a small business background. My family were in small businesses, so it is very much in my DNA. I was also always destined to be my own boss, let's be fair. (laughs) So um, it's great to have you here if you're a new listener. And we produce episodes of this podcast each and every week, and we're really focusing on all of the elements of having people in our business because we can't have successful businesses that give us any sense of freedom without great people. So if you are new, to the podcast, welcome. It is wonderful to have you here. And for our regular and returning listeners, thank you so much for your continued support. I am truly, truly grateful. Now, today I've got a little update for you. You, Some of you are going to laugh with this update. So a few episodes ago, back in episode 173, I discussed whether an intern might be a great addition for your team. And I let you know that I was going to bring you along on this journey that I am on of experimenting with having an intern in my business. And so today I have the first installment, hopefully not the last, but the first installment of an update for you on how that experiment is going. Now, if you haven't caught episode 173, as I mentioned, I shared that I was looking to bring an intern onto my team 
It is new to me. I haven't used interns in my business before. So it is a bit of an experiment that I'm playing with um, just to see whether it is the right fit for my business. I think it will be. So uh, this is an experiment that I promise to keep everyone updated on so that you could see the highs and the lows, what works, what doesn't, uh, and all of the sort of challenges that we might face along the way. And I know some of you are thinking about getting an intern. You've let me know that you heard that episode and it's something you are definitely considering for your business. So I thought it be great to give you an update on how the progress is going. Now, in episode number 173, we spoke about the different types of interns, what the technical definition of an intern is. It is pretty much a student working to gain experience. There are different types of internships, paid interns versus unpaid interns, and there's you know different rules as to when you can and can't have an unpaid intern in your business. Because I think movies like Devil Wears Prada and The Intern and those kind of movies sort of have painted a particular picture of what an intern is and does and it's probably not entirely real life accurate. So when we're talking about interns and particularly with my experiment I'm looking at unpaid interns with our workplace laws as they are you can only have an unpaid intern in your business if it is a formalized part of an educational course. So you can't have someone that's finished their university degree and wants some experience and come and work for you unpaid. That's not an unpaid intern. They might be a volunteer, but they're very likely to be an employee that you need to pay. Um, so, But if it is a formalized part of an educational course, uh, particularly a university degree quite often, then it is absolutely possible that, that, that it is an unpaid internship. Now, I've got clients that I work with that use paid interns in their business. So these are university students, usually third-year uni students, who are employed on a casual basis as an intern, quite often working a couple of days a week, getting experience, but also really contributing quite significantly, actually, to the success of the business. In fact, I was on a team call um, just last week, actually. I hadn't met the new intern in the business yet. I work remotely with this team and he was on the call. Not only was he on the call, he had created the entire slide deck for the, for the meeting. He had put, done some great research into some historical components, which were more sort of fun fact things, but really interesting and, and relevant to the discussion. And what I noticed was the team love him. He has absolutely slotted straight into this team. He is a fabulous fit for their culture. And hes you can tell he's really enjoying the learning aspects of the work, but he's also doing great work. And he's really getting to use the skills that he's been learning in his degree in a real life uh, workplace. And it's such a great fit to have him in that team because he's getting to practically implement skills that he's been learning about and the team are getting someone new, someone with fresh ideas um, and who's doing great work as well. So that kind of paid internship is great. And for some businesses, that's going to be a better option. But my experiment is focused on unpaid interns. So I'm focusing on securing university students in their final year at uni to do an unpaid internship with me. So what's happened since I last sort of touched on this subject back in episode 173? I shared with you last time that I had been in contact with um, the university that is located closest to where I live. Uh, It's actually Newcastle University in New South Wales. And I became aware that they are the first university, I think in Australia, to make work-based learning a compulsory subject 
across all of their degrees, which I find amazing. And I love the idea personally. I know I walked out of my university degree with zero real life skills. And I think it would have been amazing to have spent some time um, working in the field that I was studying as part of my degree. So I really think it's an awesome uh, concept and, and structure that they've put in place. And I'm hoping to see more and more unis uh, do that as well. So I'd been in contact with the uni. I had all the information and I was in the process of starting to recruit for an intern. So one of the things I did was that I had um, contact and conversations with the particular heads of department. Um, I was looking to get two interns in my business, one from a HR degree, so someone to um, learn about working in the HR space and working with businesses on their HR, and one from their digital um, media course to assist with and to learn about, to assist with things like podcast editing, um, social media posting, all of that content creation piece. So I was looking for two very different types of interns. Now, I did go into this experiment knowing that that might be a heavy amount of management because interns um, take a bit of time <laughs> to manage because they're inexperienced, right? It's like getting a junior into your business. You're going to have to spend some time with them. So I did go into this thinking, well, maybe I'll only get one. Hopefully I'll get two, but we'll see how we go. So that was great. Now, I wrote some job ads. So the university kindly sent me some sample job ads. It feels a bit weird, a uni sending a HR person sample job ads. But anyway, they sent me some sample job ads uh, that had previously been used. And what I found was really interesting was that it was exactly the same as any other job ad or any other position. You really had to sell yourself in these job ads. And I kind of assumed I'd get lots of applications, I think, because it's compulsory that they do this subject. So there's got to be lots of students, right? University of Newcastle is not a small uni. And so I wrote two very fabulous job ads. I think they were pretty good. And um, the uni went ahead and posted them out to their job boards and let their students know that these internships were available. And I started to receive some applications, which was very exciting. I was excited to receive the applications. I reviewed the applications. Um, there were some standout applicants, like there always is. There were some not so great applicants, like there always is. And I think with interns going into this nine, you're going to be looking at inexperienced applicants. What I noticed was that there were some actually really experienced applicants. There were applicants who were already already working, you know, permanent part-time in some pretty good office jobs. So they were going to have a pretty decent skill set, which is great. There were applicants who, you know, of course, were working in retail and hospitality, as, as is normal through uni. There were applicants who uh, had done other work-based learning subjects. That's part, so this wasn't going to be their first internship. So they were going to have experience on how internships worked interesting. Um, there was a good mix of international students who um, were in Australia just for university study, uh, which I think would be expected. Um, so I received applicants and I excitedly started interviewing. Well, I started trying to interview. And this is where the wheels have fallen off a little bit, if I'm honest, because these interns are a little more ninja <laughs> than I expected. So I started contacting, I had a particularly decent group of applicants for the HR internship. I didn't get as many applicants for the digital media internship, which I'm going to uncover why I think that's interesting in a moment, but I did have quite a few good applicants for the HR internship. So I straight away started reaching out to coordinate interviews. I think I had four or five that looked great that I wanted to interview. Two of them straight away said, I've already found something else. I'm like talking within hours or maybe a day at most. Wow. 
these guys move fast, <laughs> really fast. Their communication, excellent. Excellent communication skills across the board, which uh, I think is great to know when you're thinking about, you know, someone who's more junior in their career. And I think that's con- that often that concern is they're not going to understand, you know, the basics. Now, these guys could communicate really, really well. They were very respectful in their responses when they let me know that they'd already found something else. And a couple of them were available for interview. So I interviewed them. And here's what I found really interesting. These people um, very much know what they want when it comes to their internship and they are able to articulate that in a, in a really clear way, but not in a arrogant or direct or rude or um, entitled way at all. Very direct, but very, um, you know, clear articulation that this is what they're looking to get out of participating in an internship. And interestingly, Largely, the idea of working from home or working remotely was not of interest to these applicants, which was a problem for me because my role was a work from home role. I work from home myself. I've had the business where I've had the big office and lots of people. I understand it all. It's not how I work right now. So, and I didn't really want to have an intern coming to my home, if I'm honest. Might be a bit precious, but I just didn't want to have to deal with that. So, I did want someone that could work remotely. Now, a couple of them said they would be happy to work remotely, but it wasn't their preference, um, and others directly said it's not really for them. Now, interestingly, I had very clearly advertised this was going to be work from home, so, you know, possibly they were just applying for everything at the time because they needed to secure something before semester started. I'm not too sure. And out of those that I interviewed, there was one standout and one backup, and they both secured something else again within a day. You've got to move fast with these interns, people. That is the biggest lesson I have learnt. They move swiftly, they move smoothly, and they go fast. So the net result is I have no interns right now. And we are, you know, a couple of weeks into semester starting at this point in time. So I don't have any interns, but I have learnt something so far, and I am going to continue with this experiment because I do believe, based on the people that I interviewed and what I saw from the applications, that it would be a really good addition for my team. I did think this process was going to be easier than it has been, I will be honest. I didn't get as many applications as I expected, potentially because it was a work-from-home role. After speaking to some of them, being in person is really important, which is fascinating after the period of time that we've just had. They are all very capable of working from home. They've had to study from home because they were at uni through COVID, but that's not what they want. They want connection. They want to be in person. So I find I found that really interesting and it might limit my options moving forward, but that's okay. At least I know that now. And... I think largely I have learnt that I need to move really fast. What became clear to me through this process are these are really intelligent young people. They are quite mature, actually, for, you know, for their age and their experience. And they're very clear on what they're looking for. They've got certain interests, which I would hope that they could articulate within within their field. Um, And... If you find the right one, I think they could add massive value to your business because they are clear on what they want. So the alignment could very well be right. They're not going to tell you just what you want to hear. So from here, what I'm going to do is continue my search. I don't know that I'll successfully secure an intern for this particular semester, given the timing, but I will continue looking. I'm going to keep in touch with the university 
and let them know that I'm continuing to look. So maybe someone's internship's not working out and they might be able to switch over, for example. I actually don't know whether that's how it works, but it might. So I'm going to continue looking. The other thing I'm going to do is reach out to online universities because online universities attract people that want to study from home and they probably want to work from home too. So that might be a lesson learned here. When I talk about hiring anyone in your business, I say, go to where your ideal person is. Where are they hanging out? Go target them there. The same, I think, needs to apply for my intern search. So I'm going to look at online unis. And I also have to acknowledge my failings in this process. I'm very good at giving advice on this. Um, Not so good at following it, it seems. I was pretty busy whilst all this was going on. I mean, pretty busy is an understatement. It was end of financial year, coming into new financial year. There were a thousand legislation updates. I was trying to get all my clients across. I was knee deep, no neck deep in emails and backlogs of work. School holidays hit, all the things. And I was very busy. And whilst I tried to keep on top of it, I probably could have acted more quickly and given it more time more quickly And that's what I will focus on in the future. I will make sure my calendar has the availability it needs to be able to jump on this pretty quickly. So that's my intern update. I hope it helps you if you're looking for an intern. Whilst I haven't been successful yet, I am going to continue this process and I will keep you updated on where that lands. And I still do think an intern is a great opportunity for my business and a really great option for many businesses. Now, if you have an intern, if you're experimenting with getting an intern, if you're thinking about it, please head over to our free Facebook group and start the conversation there and let us know your experience with interns because I'm certainly, for one, very curious to hear how successful it's been for you. Our Facebook group is HR Support for Australian Businesses. The link will be in today's show notes wherever you're listening to this episode um, or you can just search Facebook groups and you'll find us there. That's a wrap for me for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the People Powered Business Podcast.